Hi friends, welcome back to Our Hearts Surrendered. My name is Sophie and I'm one of the co-hosts of this podcast. What is up guys? My name is Addison and I'm the other co-host of Our Hearts Surrendered. Welcome back to week two of this little tiny series that we're doing following the creation, fall, redemption, glory, which I like to call is the plot of the Bible. If you look at the Bible, it's kind of like the main idea. And there are some side quests along the way. I should not describe it like that because it's not necessarily theologically accurate, but I did it anyways. Um, I love talking about creation. We talked about it last week. If you haven't listened to the episode, I highly encourage you to check it out. We talked about a couple of different theories, um, found out that Sophie and I kind of have a different thought process about the earth, which is literally not that big of a deal at all. Um, And today we're talking about what kind of is what I would consider one of the most pivotal points in, I guess, like just in our story, like as human beings, this is a huge moment. And we're talking about the fall, which is found in Genesis 3. Um, But before we kind of get into it, we're just going to chat for a second and just do our things. Sophie, how's your week been? How are you doing? I'm doing great up until this very moment because the whole time Addie was talking, I was trying to reconnect my microphone and it has unconnected tonight at least three times. And I didn't know, I couldn't hear Addie. So I was just trying to reconnect it to see where she was at. So um, I heard about the fall, like she was saying. I mean, I've heard about it before, but I've heard about it through what she said, but that's off topic. My week is going pretty good it's the last week in april when we're recording this which is absolutely insane because i thought that i was still in january actually so i'm not really sure where i'm at right now but um time is really flying when you're a senior that's all i've got to say dude for sure it's insane like anytime anybody says anything to me i'm like oh i still have a couple more weeks till or like a couple more more months till graduation but at this point like as we're recording this, it's April 28th and I graduate May 28th. Whoa. Like it's a That's month. Insane. It's literally That's insane literally to me. Insane. I know it's the other day. So I graduate May 22nd and I looked down at my phone and it was April 22nd. And I thought, oh, in one month I'll be walking across the stage. And I was like, wait, what the heck? What the heck? How is this possible? I thought that I was still like in eighth grade. So it's just a really insane time. And if you're not a senior, prepare yourself. And if you've already graduated and you know what we're feeling, but I will say I am really appreciating that it is finally springtime in Texas. This has been like the longest winter of our lives. I'm just exaggerating, but it, (laughs) it has been first. It was snowy. Then it was snowy again. And it rained for about a month. And then for the past like four weeks, it's been incredibly windy. And the wind is my nemesis. It's yeah. so annoying. I just dropped my phone. Sorry, guys. That's, That's okay. so funny. <laughs> so embarrassing for me. Oh, my gosh. That is. Um, I just have this habit of like always doing something with my hands. So I'll always be like holding something and like flipping something upside down. And it just so happened to be my phone just now. Um, you know, when like you accidentally aggressively throw your phone too hard, and you're like, <gasps> yes. no, I'm sorry. Yeah. hundred percent. Okay. What you were saying about the wind, bro, it's been insane lately. Like I cannot deal with wind. It's my, like one of my biggest pet peeves. I genuinely hate it so much. I like, it's just, 
like any time that I get out of my house and wind blows my hat away or blows my hair that was like beautifully curled three minutes before is going to be a bad day. I didn't make the rules. Like I just played by them. Right. It's so annoying. And it's been like an insanely windy year in Texas. It's really angering to me. Yeah. But I think what frustrates me is if you're a girl, you'll relate to this. You spend so much time getting ready and you go outside and it's windy and that time is just thrown away. And it looks like I just rolled out of bed immediately. There's nothing to do. Like, I'm not going to put hairspray in my hair to like, hopefully prevent the wind. Like, it's just not working to to me. To what? Go to school? Yeah. (laughs) No. The other other day, I actually walked into my pre-K class and it was a really windy morning. And my, some of the kids in the class, my hair was really frizzy at the top. And they go, Miss Sophie, your hair is really poofy today. Oh my gosh. It's like, it's the wind and the humidity. It's just not oh. hair day. And I couldn't say that. So I was like, yep, Miss Sophie's got <laughs> poofy hair. That would have made me so angry. But like, it was from a kid. So it's like, you can't get mad at them. They're just letting you know. You know, when kids like actually brutally insult you, yeah. but they don't know that they're doing that. Yeah. That's a really bad feeling. One time oh my gosh. a kid asked me why I had my teeth were so yellow and it made me really self-conscious. Oh, that's so brutal. Like they don't mean to. I teach fourth grade at my church and fun fact, I literally just quit. Um, because no way. I, yeah, I've been saying I'm going to do it for a long time. I was like, listen, like May 8th or whatever, like one of the weeks that I'm teaching, like that's going to be my last week. And then I'm done because they don't like me or they don't listen to me. I don't know what it is, but basically I'm not an effective vessel for them. And it would be rude of me to fill a position that isn't honoring to the Lord anymore. Um, as much as like, I want to teach them because I do love them and I like, do care about them. They just don't listen to me. Um, and I don't know like what I did. So I was just like, I'll let somebody else step into this position. Um, but anyways, one of the biggest reasons that I quit is because they just, like I said, don't respect me and like, don't care to listen. Um, and like one of these kids really just like, is like, a really mean fourth grader and the other day I was like just sitting there and it was like the very end like right before I dismissed them and I was like guys I'm just really frustrated because I spent the whole time like I spent like 45 minutes basically like trying to get these kids to listen to even like answer a question they're just like screaming yelling and talking on top of each other and like older leaders would like come and like tell them to settle down and they would for like two minutes and then they would like freak out again so it's just like a very ineffective system and I was like guys I'm just really frustrated like I can say they're like hope that you treat other teachers essentially better than this like and was just kind of like like you can be mean to me it's okay I get it like I may not be your favorite teacher but please be nicer to other leaders um and he goes actually Miss Addie I think that you're in a bad mood because you don't look very good today oh. and I was like you're dismissed. <laughs> like, please leave. <gasps> I was so, Oh, I was like, that was my final straw. Thank you. Small fourth grader. <laughs> like have a good, have a good week. Bye. <laughs> like literally like, and he just, maybe he was trying to be mean, but like, who am I to say that that fourth grader was trying to like bully me? Like I, that would make me snap too. I'm in the same boat as you. Especially since I was like already frustrated and just trying to get them to be like nice human beings. I was like, get out, leave them. Yeah. It takes a lot of patience. Yeah. I don't know how teachers do it, to be honest. Yeah. Honestly, I don't either. So let's talk about fruit. What's your favorite fruit, Addie? 
what's my favorite fruit? I want to go with apples. What about you, Sophie? Someone asked me this today, actually. And I said pineapple. I'm a big pineapple gal. It's just so tart. It's yellow. It's happy. Um, It's really tropical. I'm not a huge fruit gal. Pineapple gets me. I think it's because I'm really into Dole Whip. If you've ever had that before, Dole Whip is really good. So every time I eat a pineapple, it reminds me of eating Dole Whip. And Dole Whip is sorbet and it's unhealthy for you, but pineapple is good for you. So it's kind of like psychs me out. But I'm talking about fruit because did you know what happened in Genesis 3? Adam and Eve ate fruit, ate the fruit, not just some fruit. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, I hope that you're interested. And I want you to think about your favorite fruit. And I want to think about, want you to think about just fruit in general, because that's going to be the overarching theme of this lesson, fruit. <laughs> and you might be sitting here like, Sophie, what the heck? If you've never heard this story, then you're in for a, a lot. But if you have heard this story, then you know what I'm talking about. So like Addie said, we're going to talk about the fall. So, um, like we talked about last week, God created everything perfectly and it was good and man dwelt with God. And so today we're going to talk about the fall, because if you have lived in the world anytime, then you have probably realized that it is pretty brutal out there. Did you just quote Olivia (laughs) Rodriguez? (laughs) I really did. (laughs) That was funny. So it's actually really brutal out there. I just quoted Olivia Rodriguez, like Addy mentioned. Um, But it's also just a really broken world. And it doesn't take a genius to realize that that this world is hard. There's pain. There's suffering. um, There's tears. There's just a lot of hard things that go on in this world and I think that that's something that well I know that's something that all humans share in common is the brokenness of this world and I want to share with you today about how the world wasn't always broken that this brokenness came into the world through what we call sin and uh, we're going to talk about what sin is we're going to talk about why it came in the world but first we're going to talk about kind of the setup for the fall so back up to genesis 2 man was still in the garden with god um adam the first man had been created and then eve was created which was the first woman and the lord brought adam and eve into the garden of eden to work and take care of it and then in genesis 2 16 to 17, it says, and the Lord God commanded the man, you are free to eat from any tree in the garden, but you must not eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. For when you eat from it, you will certainly die. So something about this passage that I had never realized until Tara Lee Cobble pointed it out because we listened to her podcast. We did her study in 2020. Uh, It says, when you eat of this fruit, you will surely die. Not if, but when. And this is God stating his sovereignty that he knew that Adam and Eve were going to eat of this fruit. And in this point in time, Adam and Eve don't know what's going to happen. They don't know what it does. They just know God's command. 
And this was the one command God gave for them. And I think that it's really important to point that out because God gave this command because he loves us. And I think oftentimes when we think about commands God gives us, we think it's he's trying to withhold something from us. I think that about that a lot. But and in this verse, in this passage, that's actually how the serpent tempted them, which we're going to talk about later. But the serpent came along and he tempted Adam and Eve and they ended up eating from the tree that God told them not to eat from. And this brought sin and brokenness into the world. And the reason why they did it is because a certain serpent was crafty and he tried to and he tried to get them to doubt God and doubt what God had commanded and it worked. And part of like I think oftentimes in my life I doubt that God really wants what's best for me. And I think that there's better ways out there. And that He's actually withholding things from me. When in reality, he was withholding the tree from them. He was telling them not to eat from that because he knew what was best for them. But God did place the tree there. Some might say, well, then if he knew it was best for them, why did he even put the tree in there in the first place? He put the tree there because there's something called free will. The Lord gave humans free will to choose what they wanted, whether they wanted to follow him or they wanted to sin. And we chose sin. So that's kind of a quick summary of Genesis 3. Yeah. Um, I, I, that was a really good recap, by the way, I was very invested. I was taking some notes so that I didn't say anything that you already said. Um, but I think that something that we overlook, basically what you just said, is just like, like when, like Christ knew, God knew that we were going to do this. He didn't stop us from doing so. He gave us that free will, which is such a gift. Um, and it was a long his plan the whole time okay guys we just took a deep dive um but i want you to know that we are really trying to make sure that we say this correctly because it's a really confusing part but i love this part of genesis 3 talking about the fall um in verse 15 it says and i will put enmity between you and the woman and between your offspring and hers he will crush your head and you will strike his heel this is the lord speaking to satan the serpent um And we just like, like I just said, like deep dove into this to try to make sure that we were saying this correctly. This is um, what some people like to call proto-evangelism or the first gospel. Um, Essentially, this is declaring God's judgment on Satan for his part in the fall. And it is the first time that we hear about possibly Jesus. So to break this down a little bit, because this is what was helpful to me, um, is that between you and the woman is in reference to you being Satan, the serpent and the woman being Eve and between your offspring, the offspring of Satan is just lies and death and hers. This is specifically referring to Jesus because that'll come from the lineage. Obviously Adam and Eve first man and woman, like lineage wise, Jesus is going to come from them. He will crush your head. He being Jesus, your being Satan and the death and you will strike his heel. That's where we got a little bit confused. And it's like, I totally understand if you're sitting here, like, how is this the gospel? I don't understand. Essentially what it's saying is that this is the first promise of God's incarnation being Jesus as a man, which makes it Advent. And it's talking about how as women see, which is Jesus would destroy death because obviously he died on the cross. He would then again, rise three days later, destroying death, he would be wounded in the process, which is dying. So he will 
crush your head. He will defeat death, which he did, and you will strike his heel. You killed him. But then he rose again. So, like, you know what I mean? Um, which is just insane because this is literally within the first three chapters of the Bible. And, like, this verse is incredible and is such good news for us. And I totally understand if you're confused because Sophie and I just like sat there and had to like re-explain it to each other like six times before we finally were able to like kind of come to a clear-ish consensus of how this is the gospel. So don't let it like absolutely terrify terrify you if you are not understanding anything that we're saying. One verse that helped me that I'm going to find really quick, it was Romans, um, was essentially quoting the exact same thing. Um Romans, which is in the New Testament, and it says, um, therefore, just as sin came into the world through one man and death through sin, so death spread all to men because we've all sinned. Um, that's just kind of talking about how Adam sinned, right? And that's where that came from. And then later on in verse 20 of chapter 16, it says, the God of peace will soon crush Satan under your feet, which is almost the exact same words when it says he will crush your head you are being satan so i just think it's really cool and that that reflection is like so clearly made at the very beginning of time where this is his plan the entire time yeah i love how it points to god's sovereignty and also god's um plan and his love for his children that even though they did bring sin into the world he didn't just snap his fingers and say, nope, time to start over. Maybe the next group will be better. Um, but he he had a plan and he had um, love for us. I think something that I have, this is taking a hard left. So just bear with me here. Okay. The other day I was listening to a podcast about work and about, it was really convicting to me because later on in Genesis 3, God talks about how work for Adam is going to be difficult now because of the fall for all of his life. It's going to be challenging. And that was something that was really impactful for me because the podcast was talking about how work was something that was created in the garden and it was good. And, um, God, it was part of God's like beautiful original design. And so with the fall work became difficult and it became challenging and oftentimes i dread school homework going to work all of the things i dread just doing tasks daily and i find myself saying life would be so much better if i were on vacation all the time uh when in reality that's not what my life was meant to be i was not meant to just sit around all day i was meant to do work i was meant to give my whole heart to working for the lord and so I think that it's really important to remember that, especially when you feel discouraged about doing work throughout the day. Uh, I think that that's something that most all people have probably faced. And I think that we can point it back to Genesis 3 when we're reminded that we live in a broken world and work is now difficult. But I think it's really fun and really hopeful that we can look towards a future with God where hope with hope where work will be enjoyable again and maybe and this was something that they also said on the podcast i was really encouraged by maybe you do love work and it's it's like great that's a reflection of what it's going to be like in heaven and so i think it's really 
interesting to me and you should go do a deep dive into all of the consequences that sin brought. That's just one of them. And that's something that has really impacted my life. And so I want to encourage you guys by saying this, that the fall um, brought sin and brought brokenness into the world. But the story, like Addie was talking about earlier, does not end there. And next week, we're talking about Jesus, and we're going to talk about redemption. That's the word I was looking for. I'm very sorry. But for right now, just um, a few takeaways from the episode is that the world wasn't supposed to be like this, and we can see that through Genesis 1 and 2. The serpent who tempted Adam and Eve got them to doubt God and doubt what God had said and God commanded. And um, that brought sin into the world because they ate from the tree that they weren't supposed to. And we can see the consequences of sin. We can also see hope of a savior from the very get-go. So Adi, do you want to pray us out? Absolutely. Heavenly Father, I come to you and thanks for the opportunity to sit down and talk about a pivotal point in our lives as human beings. God, thank you for not giving up on us and being more graceful and empathetic than we could ever be. God, I thank you that this is part of your plan and that it involves just such an incredible act of love um, for you to send your son to forgive us of this sin despite us not choosing you. Um, God, you are good and much better than we can ever be. And I pray in your holy name. Amen. Amen. Thank you guys so much for listening. We hope you have a great week. Make sure to check out our blog if you want. It's brokenvesselsblog.com. Make sure to email us if you want any kind of prayer request or just want to talk, chat. It's ourheartssurrendered at gmail.com. Two S's. It'll be down below. Also, make sure to follow our Instagram at ourheartssurrendered. It's a party over there. There's lots of fun things, lots of cool updates. So go check that out. And we'd love it if you guys left a rating and review on whatever platform that you're listening with. We love you guys. We're praying for you. We hope you have a great week. Thank you so much for listening. And let's strive to live in wholehearted surrender this week.